Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Hairstylist Rising. In our second episode of 2023, I am going to dive into a topic that is always hugely popular on the show, and that is Instagram marketing. So today we're going to take a slightly different approach here, and I want to talk about the things that we should be letting go of in 2023. So essentially, I'm going to give you a what not to do on Instagram to attract clients in today's episode. This gets really specific and make sure you listen because in the fifth point, I'm actually going to give you three action items that you can implement in 10 minutes or less that will help you get better results from your Instagram marketing starting today. If you are wanting to learn how to better use Instagram to market your business in 2023, and I'm going to say beyond, this is an episode that you definitely do not want to miss. So without further ado, let's get into it. You're listening to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. Here we talk about creating a career you love. We go deep into mindset, marketing, business, and life as a hairstylist. I'm your host, Jody Brown, a hairstylist veteran turned branding and marketing mentor for ambitious, inspired beauty pros like you. On this podcast, we share the real stories of leaders within the beauty industry and actionable trainings that leave you with the tools and guidance that will inspire you to build your best life as a hairstylist. From branding, business, and marketing to mindset, life, and finding fulfillment, no topic is off limits here. Get ready to be educated and inspired. This is the Hairstylist Rising Podcast. Welcome back to the Hairstylist Rising Podcast. I'm so excited to be diving into one of my favorite topics today, and that is marketing your beauty business. In this episode specifically, we'll be talking about Instagram. It's still a hugely effective platform for beauty pros, so I'm excited to dive in. And just a reminder, if you want a deep dive on building a totally aligned clientele on Instagram and beyond, I want to invite you to head to jodybrown.ca to sign up for my free masterclass. It's also available at the link in my bio on Instagram at it's Jody Brown, and I've linked it in the show notes for you as well for easy access. All right, let's get started with today's episode. I want to cover the five things you should drop in 2023 to take pressure off of yourself and allow you to concentrate on what really matters and what's really going to move the needle in your business. And that's connecting with potential dream clients and getting them to book an appointment. So today's episode is focused on building your clientele using Instagram. And look, it seems like everyone with an Instagram account or anyone that built a following 10 years ago seems to be giving out social media advice these days. So there's a lot of conflicting and potentially even harmful advice out there right now. It's so important to really focus on clarity in your goals and in your brand in order to effectively market your business on any platform and especially on Instagram. And the goal of this episode is to just cut through the noise and help you get more strategic so that you can get better results. So let's go. Number one, posting just to post without clarity on your vision or goals. It's a lot harder to reach a goal that you haven't actually defined. When it comes to social media, if you're unclear on what you want to accomplish with the platform, how will you ever know if your strategy is working? Let's do a hypothetical case study. So 
Let's say one account is a brand new coffee brand and the other is a hairstylist. Which is a better result when you post on Instagram? 1 million Reels views and 10,000 likes or 10 DMs, comments, or website clicks? Well, for the brand new coffee brand, their marketing team may have the objective of brand awareness and flooding the market with knowledge of their existence of this product. Because here's the thing, 64% of adults in the U.S. alone drink coffee. So by focusing on reaching a big audience, they are highly likely to be reaching a segment of potential customers. So this is why it's so important to be careful of where you're getting your advice and inspiration because some other brands or other businesses may just have a completely different goal than you. Now, that means that the Reels views in this case would be in alignment with that brand's goals. Bringing it into the beauty industry, the same might be said for hair care brands or even influencers in the beauty space. Although relationship is king for the latter because an audience is only as good as their trust in you, which a lot of bigger influencers who've only focused on vanity metrics are now finding out. This is going to be huge in 2023. It's going to be more about connection versus talking at people, okay? Now, let's look, let's flip this and look at a local stylist trying to attract clients. Reaching 1 million people might give you a quick dopamine hit, but let's be realistic. How many of these people will be your target market? Could you even service close to that many people if they all were the perfect clients for you? No. How many of them will live in your area? And how do you then measure the success of this? And the answer is, you have no idea, but probably not many. The wider your reach as a rule, the less targeted it is. So say that they decide to follow you based on your post and then proceed to not engage with any of your other content because it's not relevant to the reel they saw. Yikes, you've got a problem, okay? However, 10 DMs or comments is a conversation starter. The beginning of what could be a beautiful client relationship. 10 website clicks means they liked what you had to say on social media so much that they want to take the next step with you and learn more. These are measurable results. So even if it doesn't have a ton of zeros, I can tell you that even as an educator that works on a global scale, I'd rather have one genuine conversation with a member of my community than 10,000 views on any piece of content. And this highlights, again, the importance of creating your own goals and your own strategy based on that because copying someone else's social media strategy will not help you because you don't know what their goals are. And there's a ton of marketing education and specifically education on how to go viral and Instagram and all these things that just don't work with the reality of marketing a local small business, which is what a hair salon or studio or suite is, okay? So not to say that if you create a piece of content that resonates so strongly with your ideal clients that it goes viral, it's a terrible thing. It's not something you need to be scared of. It's more just that it's vital to have goals and measure your success accordingly. And hey, if your goal is just to be consistent and create valuable content for your clients or potential clients, and that's your strategy, then that is okay too. That's perfect. And that's something that's in your control. The issue with relying on vanity metrics to validate you 
is that you don't really have a ton of control over that, all right? Yeah, I can teach you how to create content that's going to get a ton of likes and more views and how to optimize it, but is that really what's important to you or is it more important to you to attract clients and boost your bottom line and work with people that you love and enjoy working with all day? Food for thought. And I'm sure you've heard Benjamin Franklin's quote, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. I love this when it's applied to social. So moving on to number two, relying on hacks and gimmicks instead of a solid marketing plan. I want us all collectively to drop this in 2023. This one's important. Your beauty business will grow faster and sustain itself with a lot more ease if you have the foundations of a solid brand and marketing strategy. I've been saying this and I've been talking about this for a while now because it's always been important to build the foundation. But a lot of engagement hacks and dare I say content band-aids are going to fall by the wayside in 2023. Now, don't get me wrong. Adding a video or photo dump to a trending sound or song is a fantastic way to create an easy piece of content and show off your work. And in fact, I recommend doing this inside my program, Simple Salon Reels, because it can really help you just get something out there, show off your work and add to the patchwork quilt, if you will, of your Instagram. Okay. If you're going to add music to a reel, sure, choose the trending audio. I'm more talking about those like viral trend videos where everyone just does the same thing to the same audio. If a lip syncing reel really speaks to you and works with your brand message, it's authentic to your brand voice and it would add value to your target audience, then absolutely get it, my friend. Like make sure that it works with your personality. However, as a local business owner trying to attract clients or listen, even if you're an educator who has a global audience, trending reels rarely compel action. Trending reels do not really position you as an authority and they don't really share your knowledge with those that need to hear it. Again, there's exceptions to this, of course. And like I said, if there's something that just resonates, I use them occasionally when I'm like, yes, this would be good. Or I'll share a sound that I think would be really helpful for stylists. It's not that I'm I'm wanting to, or it's not that I think trends will be canceled in their entirety, but I think there is definitely a hunger for more authentic and more original content. And Instagram's already said they want more original content. So can trends be a part of your 2023 strategy? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, but they shouldn't be the whole thing. The one exception to this is if your entire goal with the platform is just to build an audience, then sure, go nuts because you probably will get some good numbers initially at least. But again, it what's your end goal here? Is it just to get a bunch of eyes who don't really trust or care about anything that you have to say? No judgment. This is just from someone who's coming from a marketing perspective. Think about the end goal and being true to yourself and true to your personality. Honestly, I think that the public opinion is that we're kind of bored of the trends, right? The the nothing but trends. I want to see, you know, what's going on in your business, what's going on at the salon, what's what are you doing behind the chair? What's more about you as, you know, the owner and face of your business? 
Reels will continue to be a big part of our social media paradigm, but I'm already seeing a shift in the way that they are working, and I'm loving seeing more original content. If this feels scary or intimidating, try repurposing some of your old content to create an original reel. For instance, say you've created an engaging educational carousel post you can start by repurposing, okay? If you're one of my students inside Beauty Biz Brand Academy, you definitely have and you definitely know this, but these original content pieces might not get the same inflated reach as trends, but they're a lot more likely to connect with the right people and lead to bookings, which after all is what we're talking about here today. I love the fact that with Reels, you can create really simple content. So The way that I like to use them is kind of for the same purposes that you would use other content. So it's not that in order to use reels, you have to be dancing or pointing at stuff or hopping on trends. You can just kind of simply use them as an alternative to show off your work, to share client testimonials, to share your guest experience, all of these things. Now, I don't necessarily believe that an all reels feed is the way to go for local businesses like stylists and salons, because you don't just want to think about the individual piece of content and its reach, but also what is the overall impression and message when someone lands on your page? Can they tell exactly what you're about and what you do within a few seconds? After all, even if you post a trending reel and reach a million people, if they aren't the right people, It isn't going to help you reach your goals for social media, and it could even hurt you. For 2023, it's about originality, connection, and being authentically yourself in your brand and in your marketing. Thank God, right? If you're feeling overwhelmed at the idea of planning original content and you actually have no idea what your brand message even is, I invite you to check out my mentorship program, Beauty Biz Brand Academy, because You'll learn everything from creating your authentic brand voice and visuals to creating your own align and attract content plan specifically for converting eyeballs on your content to clients in your chair. You also get six months of mentorship directly from me, so you're not left to figure this marketing thing out on your own. It's not just about Instagram, but becoming visible online as a whole and nurturing your existing clients so that you can build a solid, profitable business you can depend on. And the great thing is, it's not even hard, okay? (laughs) You can find more info at jodybrown.ca slash bbba or click the link in the show notes. All right, next thing you want to avoid if you're using Instagram to attract clients in 2023 is posting about your policies. I want to talk about both reactive posting and also the ineffectiveness of this strategy overall in this point here. I especially want to warn you against passive aggressive language regarding policies. If you're using Instagram as a marketing channel, aka to attract new guests, or even just to stay top of mind for your existing guests, then does this really serve your purpose? Alienating potential clients and offending your current guests won't get you closer to your goals, and it's likely not the person you're intending that will get upset. And I mean this in the kindest way possible. I'm coming from a place of just wanting to help you find alignment and joy within your business. So what I'm about to say might feel like tough love, but it's really important to just kind of download this. 
Your social media should not be a catch-all for every thought or feeling that enters your head regarding your business. It is not the place that you should head when a client makes you mad or doesn't follow your policies, okay? Think of your business, and I'm going to give you an analogy here, but think of your business as having departments like a corporation. So in a big company, you don't see the finance team handling marketing or operations preparing the profit and loss statement. But the lines can get really blurred when you're a solopreneur or small business owner and you're doing all the things yourself. Thinking of the different areas of your business as departments can help you separate. So Instagram, if you're using it to grow your brand and business, is a marketing channel. Think of meeting a new friend. We're going to we're going all in on analogies today, okay? <laughs> so think of like meeting a new friend. You're connecting with a new person for the first time. Should you have boundaries? Um hell yes. Is that the thing that you're going to lead with realistically before you even get to know someone? I don't know about you, but being forwarded a harshly worded list of things I might do wrong, therefore invalidating me from being involved with this person before I even get to know them would be Kind of like an immediate rebuff when you still barely know each other. Obviously, this analogy is not perfect because, yes, you'll need clients to acknowledge and agree to your policies prior to booking, but this is done in that booking process, not in the marketing process. And I'm going to be blunt here and say it as directly as possible. Your policies do not belong on your social media account. They belong on your website, sure, in the forms that you have new clients fill out, yeah, during the booking process, and especially in person during consultations. Not only is it ineffective to post them on social media, it just doesn't achieve the goal that you have. So if you are wanting to attract clients on social media, it just doesn't really make sense within that goal to be complaining about people not paying your cancellation fee or, you know, posting about price increases, etc. The absolute worst reason to create a post on social media is in reaction to a bad day, a bad client experience, or something going wrong in your business. Don't let 30 minutes of frustration turn off someone who's been following you for maybe months. Like maybe they were just on the verge and then they're like, oh, this person actually doesn't seem very nice because of this you know, passive aggressive posts that they just put up. And therefore, you're really working against yourself. Now, I know it's easier said than done, because, you know, we're all just figuring things out. So if you've ever done this in the past, I'm absolutely not shaming you. I just want to put into perspective what you're actually trying to achieve here, because I promise you, it's just not going to get you the results that you're hoping for. I've seen pinned policies post recently, and I completely understand the reasoning behind it. But again, if you're using Instagram as a marketing channel, it's still just not the right place to have them. And I want to clarify, omitting policies does not include things like the booking process for new clients or helpful tips that will make it easier for those who view the content to take action and book with you. I'm talking more about posts about cancellation policies, price increases, deposits, and the like. These types of policies you should have your clients signing off on, to be honest. So posting them on social media, again, is ineffective and potentially off-putting to those who haven't even decided if they want to come see you or not yet. 
The job of your social media accounts when used as marketing tools is to create brand awareness, show potential clients why you're the right choice for them, and what sets you apart from the pack. And then, of course, to build a connection and relationship. All right, let's move on to the next thing to drop if you want to make 2023 the year that you actually grow your business and attract dream clients behind the chair. Number four, just accepting a lack of clarity in your brand. We want to drop that. Listen, learning to leverage your authentic brand to attract dream clients and use Instagram with intention and purpose is the play in 2023. Your brand is the single most important investment you can make in your business. And I mean this in time and in education. If you are rooted in your values and your vision, and then you communicate it with your voice and your brand visuals, your marketing efforts, including Instagram, will become 10 times easier and 100 times more effective. I teach a framework inside my program, Beauty Biz Brand Academy, and I actually get into this in my free on-demand masterclass called as well, which is called the Align and Attract Method. And alignment is about your brand. The marketing is about attraction. The thing I want you to truly understand is that you can't have one work well without the other. I'm going to share one of my favorite Ren Jones quotes again on the podcast. Marketing is like asking someone on a date. Branding is the reason they say yes. So you have to give them something to say yes to. So often I talk to stylists who feel like they're doing all the things and not getting results. And generally it's a branding and messaging issue. Well, that and not being optimized, which I'm going to cover next. Here's the bottom line. No amount of post frequency or virality will outrun a messaging issue or an inconsistent brand when it comes to attracting clients for your local business. Trust me when I say start here, start with your brand because getting clear on your brand and your vision will serve you well in your marketing, in your decision making, and in your guest experience decisions as And this is why I talk about branding in the salon, clarity on your vision and mindset inside Beauty Biz Brand Academy, as well as messaging, design, and marketing, because it all goes hand in hand and helps you grow professionally and personally, to be honest. Clarity is king in helping you create a career and a business that you love. All right. Now, I think that I've drilled the importance of brand clarity in enough for one episode. (laughs) So let's move on to the fifth and final thing to ditch in 2023. Here it is. Posting without optimizing your Instagram page first. This is huge, my friends. If your page doesn't have the relevant information that your potential clients need, in order to decide whether to even follow you, let alone book an appointment, then you're not effectively leveraging your marketing efforts. Don't worry, I'm not going to leave you hanging here. I'm going to tell you three action steps that you can take literally in the next 10 minutes that will massively increase your potential for client acquisition on Instagram. And number one is add your location into the name section of your bio. If your area goes by more than one name, include that in your bio too. Not only is this important to be searchable on the platform, but it's going to make sure that you have your location in enough places that when someone lands on your page, they can tell exactly where you are within like two seconds. All right. Number two, 
I want you to do a clarity and connection check. So ask yourself, can a new client who has never seen your page before understand what you do and put a face to the name? Remember, this should be evident within seconds of landing on your page. So you can update this by adding words that your clients would actually use to describe the services you offer. I'm going to give you an example here. I see a lot of cute, clever descriptions, which I love. Like, for example, unicorn hair wizard. That's just something I pulled out of thin air. So if you have unicorn hair wizard in your bio, I it is a coincidence, I swear. <laughs> which it sounds cute. And it's definitely got some personality, which I really like. But I want you to think about this. Is a potential client likely to be searching for a unicorn hair wizard? Or are they likely to be searching, for instance, for a Dallas vivid hair colorist? Now, not to say that you can't use clever phrases as your handle in your bio, etc., because you totally can and it adds personality and uniqueness to your brand. But make sure the name section is clear and searchable and you're including keywords that the layman would understand as well as the clever descriptions. And if you have to choose between them based on space requirements, choose clarity every single time. Another thing that you should have on your page and that you need to have on your page is a photo or video still of you. Preferably many, but let's start by switching out your profile photo. If you're currently using a photo of your client's hair or a logo, this really should be a picture of you. It should be clear, it should be well lit, and it should be on brand. So if you've had branding photos done, then that would be a great place to use one of them. If you've got any photos of you working behind the chair, that would work as well. Or you could literally just use a clear, well-lit photo of you. This is a really easy way to add a face to the name because people connect with people, right? That's who we're forming the relationships with. The third thing that I want you to do in the next, like right now to optimize your page is make sure you're including a call to action and a clear pathway on how to actually become your client and book an appointment. Now, I've heard a lot of talk recently about taking your booking link out of your um, Instagram profile and all of the things. And I want you to think about where you're at in your journey and take this piece of advice with a grain of salt. If you're someone who, you know, you have a a rigorous like new client process, which I love, then yeah, maybe it would be a good idea to remove it so that you can make sure you're filtering new clients through your process. And then your existing clients will likely have access to it anyway. Another thing you can do is have that information on your website. And then, you know, if you've got all of the information your and your website is well laid out, then you can use that to direct people and make sure that, you know, your website is essentially marketing for you and that you are leading potential clients down the pathway so that they know what to do. And then another thing you can look at is potentially having a link in bio or a milkshake landing page. So again, when people click on the link in your bio, they know where to go and you can have the call to action, click link in bio to book. So 
if you are still booking people in DMs, it's not my favorite, but you want to tell people that that's what you're doing. So DM to book or whatever, whatever that is, what, however you want them to take action. This isn't, this episode's not about the best action to get them to take. It's just about how you can ensure that they take one essentially so that you can get them into your chair. So I want to run through these five things one more time, but that is essentially how how you're going to change your habits in 2023 to get better results. So the five things that you want to do are let go of posting just to post without clarity on your vision or goals. You want to stop relying on hacks and gimmicks instead of a solid marketing plan. And then you also want to stop posting about your policies, especially the passive aggressive posts. They're just, it's just not accomplishing your goals. And then you want to stop accepting a lack of clarity in your brand. And of course, you want to stop posting without optimizing your bio because I don't want you wasting your time. I know that you're busy. Being a hairstylist is wearing many, many hats and you want to get the most out of the efforts that you're making, okay? All of the education and resources that I've mentioned in today's episode are going to be linked for you on the in the show notes, which you can find wherever you're listening in the description. So thank you for joining me for another episode of Hairstylist Rising. I always love coming and sharing the knowledge, and I will see you back here same time next week. Thank you so much for listening in to another episode of the Hairstylist Rising podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Be sure to check out our show notes for all of the links mentioned in today's episode. And if you want to get in touch with me and let me know what you're thinking, what you'd like to see on the podcast, or just share your favorite episode, send me a DM over on Instagram, either at Hairstylist Rising or at It's Jody Brown. I am so excited to see you back here, same place, same time next week. And until then, I am Jody Brown. I am your host and I'm signing off now. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast and we'll see you next week.